Hi, everybody. Welcome back to the Way We See It podcast. I'm Tati. I'm Ariana. And welcome back to our podcast, guys. Welcome back to episode 15. This is our third time trying to record this episode. Trial number three. Like, sheesh, we could have been halfway done already. Yeah, so this is our first time recording in person since July. So we're having trouble trying to figure out the technology since we're not used to it. I guess we forgot. I don't know. Yeah, like, I honestly feel like a broken record at this time, at this point because we keep saying the same exact yeah. thing. I'm like, <sighs> this is what I was talking about with the time warping and the um, quarantine and everything. Like, where's time going? And I feel like for us right now, it's going in reverse. Yes, yeah. Because, but yeah, guys, so this is our first time seeing each other in person since, well, recording in person and recording. since July. Because we saw each other like two weeks ago. Yeah. At mm-hmm. the at pumpkin the, picking place. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, this is kind of nice. Um, and yeah, uh, I'm trying to think of like what we were saying beforehand, besides, you know, our weeks and stuff. Basically, guys, I'm sleep deprived, and Ariana and I are going to have a long road trip ahead of us to some place further upstate gonna be a nice weekend with friends um but like i said i'm sleep deprived so i need to catch up on my sleep Mm -hmm. before i can even hang out with everybody or else i'm gonna lose it Mm -hmm. like i'm literally gonna look like a walking zombie like how i look right now (laughs) if you never told me you were sleep deprived i would have never noticed well yeah like it's it's a lot i'm I feel you. I, I procrastinate. It's me. It's, it's a me problem. I don't know. I just keep doing it all the time. But yeah, I had an hour and a half of sleep last night, guys, because my best friend set up a whole cute little best friend date for us yesterday, and it was so cute. I was telling Ariana, should I tell them again? Okay. So yesterday, so I've been with my best friend pretty much this whole week and stuff just spending time with her since I'm visiting and the plan yesterday was just to be in bed watch Netflix you know chill out and um I guess once I was at the eye doctor like we both realized that yesterday Thursday was my last day with her until I went away because then I'm gonna be spending time with my mom and my brother when I came back and so She's like, oh, when you come back, we're going out. I'm like, okay, where? She's like, it's a surprise. And I'm like, oh. <laughs> and she was, like, surprising me. And I'm telling you guys, like, this girl, like, she is really my best friend. Like, I've never, like, experienced this with anybody. Like, I can't ex- explain it enough. Like, yeah, I've gone on dates with, you know, my exes and stuff. But, like, not like this. Not actually surprised. Mm-hmm. And, like, she does this all the time. Mm-hmm. Like, in late September, I was in, in the city with one of my friends. And she surprised me at, like, 1 o'clock in the morning. Yeah, she was like, oh, I have, I, I'm delivering something to um, their house. And I said, okay. And so she's like, okay, it's downstairs. Go get it before someone takes it. I'm like, okay, okay, I'm going, I'm going. And I go downstairs, and it's her. <laughs> and I was just like, oh, my God. And I, like, was freaking out because I also hadn't seen her since July when I left. Wow. Yeah, so wow. I was, like, freaking out, so happy. And she brought me the insomnia cookies, and it was my first time ever having them. So she was, like, wanted to give you these and everything. They taste good? So good. It was, like, so, ugh, like, you just sink into it. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, so it was really nice. Like, that's what I'm saying. She's done that for me, and now she did this. She took me out to a movie at a farm, guys. 
you know, mad cute. We we had a blanket and everything. We were chilling outside, um, and we were watching Casper. And I don't know about you guys, I have not seen Casper in a hot minute. Like I didn't even remember the plot of that whole movie. Do you remember Casper? I I don't remember. I I saw it on Disney Channel when I was younger, but. To be honest, I can't even tell you what's it about. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like, I just remember it's Casper the Friendly Ghost. Yes. But I didn't understand, like... Because they made so many Casper movies, too, after. Mm-hmm. I just didn't know, like, what the plot was. But now I know. So, you know, go watch it, guys. Spooky season. <laughs> but, yeah, so we watched that. And I'm, like, tired at this point. It's, like, 9 o'clock. I'm, like... Well, it's about to be 9 o'clock. I'm, like, uh, yes. Finally time to come home. Thank you for taking me out, Boo Bear, because that's what I call her. That's her nickname. And she was like, oh, the night's not over. Like, we're going we're going out. And, like, we're staying out right now. I was like, what? Where? She's like, don't worry about it. And I hate that stuff when they say don't worry about it. Like, no, tell me. Like, it's different if you're surprising me without actually saying it versus saying it. Because I'm like... I get anxious. You want to know, like, what, like is what it? it is. Yeah. So then we went out to this cute little restaurant in Warwick, and it was so cute. We did a trivia night, and they were asking some pretty crazy questions. I don't even know how the other tables got those questions, like, saying that they learned it in school. I was like, DK. I was like, either I'm learning something different in school, or I don't know, because those questions were like, who was on the brink of madness in Hollywood, or um, where do you see the sunset best from Colorado, but also from the Grand Canyon? I'm like... That's something different. Yeah, I'm like, Colorado? Where the hell is Colorado? I'm like, the Grand Canyon is in California, in Nevada, I'm pretty sure it is. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I was just like, where? And these people all had the right answer. It was just me and her. I was like, I was under pressure, but it was still very cute. But then I came back home... Once it was done, nice night, to find out I had homework due the next morning. And it's late, I'm tired, I'm a procrastinator, I have assignments due, I'm going to procrastinate. Mm-hmm. And so... I feel like a lot of your assignments are due on Friday, right? Yeah, always. <laughs> I've yeah. noticed that. If, it, if it's not Friday, it's my English teacher, mm-hmm. so he makes it due like on a Wednesday or something. Uh, but like, majority of my classes are due on Fridays. Mm-hmm. So that's how I lost my sleep. Mm-hmm. And how about you with your week? My week's been good. I recently started a new job in the city, so it's about an hour away from where I live. So trying to like juggle, you know, working and then Zoom classes, working out because I work out every week. Um, just life, <laughs> just life in general. Like literally, I, I, sometimes I feel like I have no time for myself, which I, which is why I'm excited for this road trip because I'm not gonna bring my homework. Oh. Like you know, I brought my homework. Usually I bring my homework, but I usually end up don't doing it. Because sometimes I bring yeah. it just to make me feel better that I brought it. But I'm not going to bring it. Yeah, last trip I brought my homework. But that, yeah. that's because my it was my summer classes yeah. and stuff. This one, I don't really have to bring it as far as I'm aware of. If it makes no. you feel better, bring it. No, no? I, actually now that I think about it, I really don't have to bring it because we're coming back Sunday. Yeah. I've always, because the only homework I know that I have due on Monday is um, a reading assignment. Okay. And that's nothing. I don't have to write nothing. Just read. So, yeah, like, for work, like, I wake up at 4 in the morning for work. And I usually go to sleep late because I go to sleep around 11, 30, 12-ish. So that's we- just her routine. So, waking up at 4 in the morning has been a stroke. It's gotten better each day. But that's, But like that the first sleep. day, oh, my goodness, I wanted to kill myself. That first. that's, like, what, 3, 4 yeah. hours of sleep? Yeah. Um, a day, though? What happened? Like, how often do you work? I'm only work, working twice a week so far, oh, okay. so it's not, not it's not bad. 
Um, thank goodness. Yeah, for real. But yeah, like the reason when I had to wake up so early is because parking is very difficult to find in the city. And right now I'm not taking public transportation because the times are very limited. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. Yeah, it sounds very hectic, mm-hmm. you know? Oh my God. Because like once you said four, I honestly thought you were talking about every day for a second. I was like, no, that's four My hours. mom, My mom sleep. does it every day. I don't know how she does it. She's been doing it for many years, but... She goes to sleep at 9 o'clock every single day, so... Yeah. I feel so. like all parents end up knocking at, like, 9 o'clock. Yeah. Because my mom dead knocks at, like, I'll go in her room, like, Mommy, and she'll be out, mm-hmm. like, like, a light. Like, at 9 o'clock, too, I'm like, surely the night's just starting. <laughs> like, the only time she'll be up is if it's, like, a family gathering, but that's yeah. it, really. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, so getting into this week's topic, we'll be discussing about breast cancer since it's Breast Cancer Awareness Month. And why did you want to discuss breast cancer, Ariana? I wanted to discuss about breast cancer because I myself don't know a lot about this disease. Um, um, You know, I've seen people, they wear pink every October. Yeah. I wear pink. I know where I work at the school on... On Wednesday, it was Breast Cancer Day, so everybody wore pink, and we took pictures. Everybody had, like, pink mask on. It was cute. That is cute. You know, but I'm wearing pink, and then, like, I don't know much about the disease itself, so I'm glad I I took the time. We took the time to do some research to educate ourselves, educate our listeners, you know, to help lower the risk and just know more about it. Yeah, Ariana basically said the things for my reasoning. But now that I think about it, like, yeah, that's also another reason why I thought about, you know, discussing this because um, it pulled up on my memories on Snapchat like a year ago last week. Because, you know, in sports, they always, during mm-hmm. Breast Cancer Awareness, always wear the pink. So I saw my pink jersey next to my volleyball uniform and everything. And I was just like, oh, like, this was our Breast Cancer Awareness game because we would have two games in the month where we would wear a black jersey with pink pink numbers and then a pink jersey with black numbers and stuff to, you know, Mm -hmm. awareness and stuff. So, yeah, I just wanted to learn more about it because I just knew about it, but not the actual information. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So what is breast cancer? Breast cancer is an uncontrolled growth of breast breast cells. Oh, my God. Just like other types of cancers, lung cancer, leukemia, kidney cancer, and etc., breast cancer occurs as a result of mutations in the genes responsible for regulating the growth of cells and keeping them healthy. Breast cancer is always caused by genetic abnormality, a mistake in genetic material. So now we're going to talk about the myths and facts of breast cancer. So we want to talk about the misconceptions of breast cancer so our listeners know the difference between myths and facts of this disease. It's very common for people to have misconceptions of this when they never experienced it or know someone who who has experienced it. Yeah. So um, myth number one, if I don't have a family history of breast cancer, I won't get it. And the fact is most people diagnosed with breast cancer have no family history only about 5 to 10% of people diagnosed with breast cancer are believed to be hereditary. That's crazy. Yeah. Like, mm-hmm. I said it before, and I'm going to keep saying it. Like, that's that's a crazy number right there. 5 to 10. 5 to 10% out of 100%, you know? So, yeah. like, it's... Me and Ariana said it in the first time we recorded, like, no one... We don't know anybody in our family or friends, groups around us. Like, anybody that has anyone suffering with breast cancer is suffering breast cancer so like we're just thinking like oh like we're not at rest like our moms don't have our grandmas Mm -hmm. nobody but that's not the case 
every every woman is at risk. Yes. And mm-hmm. men, actually. Yes, and we'll, we'll get into that. Yeah, so myth number two, wearing a bra can cause breast cancer. Fact, there is no evidence that bras can cause breast cancer. I believe this. I Thank goodness I, we did this research because I believe that bras can cause breast cancer yeah, at I'm one point. I'm literally going to come back home and be like, yo, so... Like, the Hispanic heritage, everybody has been lying to me, saying that bras are going to give me cancer because, um, like, they used to tell us, my mom used to tell me and my family, like, and other people at school, like, I know girls that I used to go to school in the city, they used to be like, oh, if you sleep with your bra on, or if you wear your bra too much, you can get breast cancer. And, yeah, so... Um, I used to think that, you know, when I was 12 and my little tetas were growing and stuff, like, um, I, I just remember this vividly, <laughs> um, what's called just falling asleep and I fell asleep with my little bra on and I woke up in the morning like crying, thinking I was going to get breast cancer and stuff and my mom was like, Tata, you're good, like, you're okay, like, just don't wear your bra to sleep next time because, like, she believes it too. Mm-hmm. So, it's just, like, crazy. To know. Yeah. It's a lie. <laughs> so myth number three, using underarm antiperspirant, so deodorant, can cause breast cancer. And the fact is there's no evidence of connection between underarm antiperspirant and breast cancer, but it's still being researched. And I actually believe this. I thought that, you know, antiperspirant deodorant can cause breast cancer. I even tried organic um organic um deodorant but that didn't work for me yeah so i do use antiperspirant i don't know if it's good for me or not but yeah well it works differently on everybody's bodies to be honest so but i never heard that one either like that you know um deodorant will cause breast cancer so that was yeah we were saying like when we recorded the first time that (laughs) the, the people say literally everything causes breast cancer Oh, if you put your food in the microwave, cancer. Cancer. You see with your phone under your head. Cancer. cancer. So, like, you know, like, I'm like, sheesh, what what, what other myths are there? You yeah. Know? Like, what's really the lie? Mm-hmm. Oh, the two truths the two truths and one lie. lie. Yeah. <laughs> um, myth number four, men don't get breast cancer. In fact, men can get breast cancer. And Ariana was saying that there's a scientific term to describe. Yeah, there's a, I don't, I'm not into biology. But there's a term of what you call, like, the male tetas. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, um, like, it, and it doesn't in, just include fat guys and everything. Like, mm-hmm. it, you could be skinny as heck and yeah, still get it. Like, but basically, you know, I'm, I must say men boobies, like, that's okay. really men boobs. So, like, men are still at risk for it. Even if you have some pecs, you can still get yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. Um, myth number five, carrying your cell phone in your bra can cause breast cancer. And I believe this. And the fact is there is no evidence of this connection, but it's still being studied. And then, you know, a a lot of phone companies do say that to not keep your device close to you, close to your body and try to keep it away from you as much as possible. So, yeah. I I know that I heard that because, you know, the radioactivity and stuff, and especially if your phone gets too hot, it radiates down to you, and that's bad. And that's what I heard causes cancer and stuff, so... Yeah. I don't know. They're saying it's a myth, but it said it's still being studied, studied, so you never know. And we were saying when we recorded this, like I said... The first (laughs) time. The first time that... I've seen people literally carry their whole purse inside their tetas. (laughs) 
And I'm, they be taking out their phone, their debit card, their cash. Yeah, and the cash be dirty. I'm like, yo, your chest ain't green, sis. It's like when you wear the fake chain and your your neck starts turning green. I was just like, yo, but yeah, like I heard that, especially just having it there by your chest, like that mm-hmm. can cause breast cancer. Because, like I said, the the radiation. Yes. Mm-hmm. So, ah, uh, you know, say. Myth number six, when treatment is over, you're finished with breast cancer. The actual fact is breast cancer can have a long-term impact on people's lives and well-being. Even after treatments are done, people can experience long-term side effects that are physical, emotional, and mental. But, yeah, that also applies to any other cancer also. Yeah, and it can also come back again. Yeah. So now we're going to get to some statistics of breast cancer. So these statistics are from the American Cancer Society and National Cancer Institute. About one in eight U.S. women who reach the age of 80, which is about 12%, can expect to develop breast cancer. In 2020, an estimated um, 276,480 new cases of invasive breast cancer are expected to be diagnosed in women in the U.S., along with 48,530 new cases of non-invasive and SITU breast cancer. About 2,620 new cases of invasive breast cancer are expected to be diagnosed in men in 2020. A man's lifetime risk of breast cancer is about 1 in 883. 883, that's a big number. Yeah. Big number. Um, For women in the U.S., breast cancer death rates are higher than those for any other cancer besides lung cancer. In women under 45, breast cancer is more common in black women than white women. Overall, black women are more likely to die of breast cancer. For Asian, Hispanic, and Native American women, the risk of developing dying, developing and dying from breast cancer is lower. And we said this in the episode we recorded earlier that now we have to delete. <laughs> but um, the where it says here, black women are more likely to die of breast cancer. We were talking about how usually, you know, black women, when they try to tell their doctors, like, their symptoms... Or like how they're feeling, they tend to belittle their pain yeah, and kind of like not actually acknowledge their pain and give them the treatment that they actually need. Yeah, and sadly that happens with a lot of people. Like I said in the first recording, what's it called? Like we're still gonna keep saying that because we're not over it. Like technology really played us today, guys. But um, like I've experienced that too. Like doctors belittling my pain. Like anybody that knows me knows that I have like really bad knee pains like um I can just wake up in the morning and I literally can't walk up or down the stairs like it's like um this is how I described to my best friend the other day like you know the tin man from Wizard of Oz and how he sounds when he needs oil Mm -hmm. that's how my knee feels but then Mm -hmm. when it gets you know how he gets when it's really really bad he needs more oil because he hasn't put it on for a while and like it can't move that's how my knee feels like it feels like it needs something like and you'll hear it sometimes like if you actually put your ear to it you'll Mm -hmm. like hear like the noise it makes and it it hurts Mm -hmm. like I remember um going to the hospital and trying to get it checked out because I told my mom I was like I can't do this anymore like um because I remember one time waking up and I instantly just fell to the ground and I thought my legs were paralyzed. I thought I was never going to walk again. I was like, what the heck? I was like, God, are you taking my legs? Um, like, what did I do? What did I miss last night? Like, mm-hmm. you know, I was just mad scared. And But I was able to walk in like 10 minutes, you know, but I literally couldn't get up nothing. That's crazy. And so the doctors were like, oh, it's just growing pains. Uh, I've been 5'3 since the fifth grade. <laughs> I have not grown. So it's not growing pains because I still go through the pains now. So it's kind of crazy. <laughs> 
And so going back to the statistics, 42,170 42, women in the U.S. are expected to die in 2020 from breast cancer. Death rates have been steady in women under 50 since 2007, but have continued to drop in women over 50. The overall death rate from breast cancer decreased by 1.3% per year from 2013 to 2017. Yeah, so now we're going to get into the risk factors. So risk factors of are anything that increases your risk of developing breast cancer, some of these risk, risk factors can or can't be controlled. So some risk factors you can't control is gender. So being a woman is the most significant risk factor due, due to women's breast cells constantly changing and growing. Age is another risk factor. So from age 30 to 39, the risk is 0.44%. On the other hand, by the time someone is in their 60s, the risk increases to 3.5%. Also, race, so white women are slightly more likely to develop breast cancer than our black women. Yeah, and the risk factors you can control is weight. Being overweight is associated with increased risk of breast cancer, especially for women after menopause. And then diet, studies have shown a relationship between diet and breast cancer. It is suggested that diet is very low um, fact may reduce the risk of breast cancer. And then lastly, exercise. Regular exercise can reduce the risk of breast cancer. It is suggested to do 40 to 60 minutes of physical exercises five or more days of the week. I need to start doing that. Yeah, exercise can help a lot. You know, I personally exercise more for my mental health because I I always have a lot of things running through my head all the time because I always got a lot of stuff to do. So when I exercise, I literally just focus on exercising and don't worry about anything else yeah usually i used to just exercise just for the fun of it um and especially because you know i play volleyball and everything the practice was my exercise because that's three days a week then two days out of that week also uh, we had we would have games so it'd mm-hmm. be pretty intense um but now since quarantine i've been slacking i probably only worked out like only a few times during quarantine like um but I have gone for a few runs when I need to, you know, like, let some stress out. Like, I found that running actually really does help with my stress. So to know that it could also help, you know, reduce the risk of um, breast cancer is nice. Mm-hmm. may do it more often. <laughs> yeah. So how to lower the risk of breast cancer? Um, there are two main things you can do. And one is taking clinical breast exams. It's recommended to take clinical breast exams every three years starting in their 20s and 30s which I was surprised about this age because I'm, I'm about to be 24 in February and I have not gone to uh, get my mammogram done. So I need to, I need to yeah. get on that ASAP. And after the age of 40, women should have a clinical exam every year. Yeah, what's it called? These are a lot of things that us women have to do for our bodies. It's insane. But, like, I was dead thinking that too. Like, I didn't... Like, starting every three years, starting in their 20s and 30s, that's like having to um, go to the gyno and stuff. Because, you know, at least in New York State, I know that um, once you're 21, you're required to go to mm-hmm. the, the gyno. Like, you have no choice whatsoever. Yeah. So, like, seeing that, I need to, I need to do that, too. Mm-hmm. Because I'm, I'm going to be 20 in just a few more months. Yeah, and I'm surprised my, like primary doctor has it recommended to me but, yeah so. you would think that someone would mention it but no one does. i go to the doctor every year he never mentioned that but anyway 
And then the second one is get in the habit of doing a breast self-examination every month. If you see anything unfamiliar or changes, call your medical doctor. Try to examine yourself several days after your period ends. I'm good. (laughs) Okay, and so how to help those with breast cancer, which is like friends, family. Um, According to the Breast Cancer Foundation, this is the official website, they said that after talking to patients that have um, breast cancer and have experienced it, they said that these are the things that have helped them the most. So asking when rather than what, many women find it hard to ask for help. Um, So they say make it easier for your friend or relative to accept your help by asking when instead of what. For instance, when can I do your grocery shopping? Helpful acts can often ease the anxiety of finding the right words to support um, when facing a loved one's cancer diagnosis. Yeah, keeping in touch and listen. Keep regular contact by sending a card, making a phone call, or visiting. People with cancer often have many visitors when they first are first diagnosed, but cancer treatment can be lengthy. You may feel awkward and don't know what to say. There's no right words. Just keep in touch as time passes. Each woman with breast cancer has different needs. Someone wants to, some want to talk about their cancer. Others welcome a diversion. Pay attention to their cues and don't be afraid to ask them what they want. Offer to help out with any community roles to remove the stress of having to step back for a while. Yeah. And organize a community roster. Firstly, ask whether she'd like additional assistance and how. Help, help may take the form of a meal, transport, shopping, or childcare roster uh, where many people pitch in to provide support at key times. And they actually have um, an online re- rostering tool um, on the website if you guys yeah. do breastcancerfoundation.org. Yes, .nz. <laughs> yeah. Oh. And helping help with child care, treatment for breast cancer can be time-consuming and tiring. At the same time, the children may have greater needs than ever before. Offer to look after children, such as after school, overnight, or even on the weekends. Yeah, because let's not forget, like, it's not even just older people. It can be as early as, like... 20 30 and stuff and who knows when you're having your kids and how old they are at that time period because there's people that have kids in their 40s still Mm -hmm. so it can be tough on them help with meals in addition to the tiredness your friend may be experiencing nausea can make cooking and eating even more of a chore a ready-made or freezable meal will save um her or him tremendous time and effort and you'll also be helping by ensuring that she and the family are eating properly Taking them to appointments and stay with them. Getting to and from the doctor's appointments and treatments can be difficult. Some cancer treatments are hard on the body, making driving stressful. There is also a lot of information to take in as a a specialist appointments. If you're there as a support person or WANU WANU member, family member, I guess, then you can help by helping a supportive, by being supportive and listening to the information to help her taking everything in. Alternatively, you can get we can gift them some taxi vouchers to help them get to and from treatment support and listen to her partner while most of the focus is on supporting the patient her closest um confident (laughs) is often her partner so like you know your boyfriend your girlfriend whoever your wife your husband Mm -hmm. this person may also be going through a difficult time you can help them in their struggle to cope by letting them know that they're appreciated and by listening to their concerns Help with finances. Personal costs often often increase when women start their treatment. Things like hospital, car parking, car parking, 
patrol, away from home accommodation, and childcare costs need managing. If the household budget is already tight, then this can add the, to the family stress. Often women with breast cancer have to step back from paid work as they may feel unwell, tired, or have to travel or treatment for treatment. And this country has um, doesn't have the best um, health care. Yeah. And these treatments, I know for a fact, are very, very expensive. Very expensive. Like, so. extremely. And, like, um, even after, unfortunately, many people that die from these things, um, their families still have to pay for the bills afterwards mm. still. It doesn't just go away. So... How to spread awareness. Um, you can always ask your friend how best you can help. Consider running a local fundraiser through your local school, church, or community group. Have a breakfast or afternoon tea at your house or workplace and request donations for your guest of honor, like the person patient. Um, ask their workplace to consider running an event on their behalf. By assisting in this way, you can help relieve some of the pressure and anxiety over this time. And... Overall, like, it helps spread awareness. You could mm. even, like, go to Pervita, guys, like I keep saying. Um, use my code, TatianaPolino20, um, and purchase a breast cancer awareness um, bracelet that they have. And the, the, the purchase donates to the Breast Cancer Foundation mm-hmm. and everything in patients. Mm-hmm. So you could do that to help spread awareness. Like, people see now you're resting. Oh, what's that for? You tell them. Mm-hmm. Um, participating in the marathons that they yeah. have, especially here in New York City. Yeah, it's very big here in New York City. Unfortunately, they're not having the walk this year. Yeah. Maybe next year, but I know that the, these walks happen in all 50 states. Yeah. So, all yeah. Over. And also, sharing sharing this episode is was a good way to spread awareness. Yeah, you could also do that. Um, yeah, because we pretty much said a lot of information that's mm-hmm. important to know, especially with the myths. I was yeah. kind of shook by that. Me too. I was not expecting that whatsoever. But, yeah, yeah guys. This concludes our main topic for today. Hope you, Hopefully you guys learned something, like how we learned from this episode. Yeah. And you spread this for information. And Share it to your friends, friends, your family, especially if um, you believe these myths. Like, show your parents so they know. Um, show your cousins, your besties, yeah. your boyfriend, your girlfriend, whoever. Like, let them know. Even the boys, you yes. at risk. Yes. Be careful. And so now going to the current events. Ariana. So our first current event is what is happening in Nigeria. There's a lot going on in Nigeria. And Tati and I have been seeing a lot of posts on our social media accounts about this mm-hmm. and we thought it was very important to acknowledge what's going on what's going on over there so um early october thousands of nigerian youth began protesting to end police unit called the special anti-robbery squad also known as sars which is a branch of the nigeria police force so sars was formed in 1992 when arms robbery increased in nigeria arms robbery increased because most army and police have Police resources were being used to find the person who murdered a Nigerian arm, army colonel at a Lag- Lagos checkpoint. Mm-hmm. So why are Nigerians protesting? So since SARS was formed in 1992, they have abused their power numerous times. According to the Amnesty International and other rights groups, SARS has unlawfully raped, kidnapped, murdered, harassed, extorted civilians they are supposed to protect. And they usually go after people that are young, so the youth. And if there's a website called nsars.com and there's a bunch of stories. I got to read some of the stories and some of them are very sad and terrifying. And I'm going to say a quick story. It may have some like 
grammar mistakes, but you guys can get the gist yeah. of what happened. So this person said, during this lockdown period, after the government adjusted the curfew, I decided to go with my dad to assist in his business. It was a few minutes to 10 and we were in his vehicle with some of his customers, whereas his friend's vehicle were ahead. Then we were approached a star's checkpoint. Next thing they told me to get down, got into my dad's vehicle and told him to move. I was still shook. Then they took my phone and my dad's friend's phone. One of his friends, been an elderly man, was trying to ask him, what's the matter? What's that that they're, tr- they're doing this? Without even asking us anything, they said we were armed robbers. The man pressed on that we have the invoice of everything we were carrying. Next thing they cuffed him, another of his friends spoke up against their act. And he got a serious punch on the face. Someone's dad, too. They locked us up without any communication to our customers or anything. The next day, we paid 120 k to get out with our vehicles and wars. Hashtag NSARS. That's crazy. Mm-hmm. And there's, like, there's literally so many stories. And a lot of them, like, it seems like the SARS, they target people who have like a lot of money in terms of like, they see them driving a nice like foreign car or like even if you have an iPhone or you dress with designer clothes, they'll target you saying mm-hmm. like, oh, you stole all this, whatever. And then like they use that to like, oh, I'll kill you right now or arrest you right now if you don't give me some money. Yeah, that's really abusing their power. Mm-hmm. Imagine NYPD doing that. That would that would be insane. That would be... I feel like it would be 10 times worse. Yeah. Well, NYPD already profiles, not based on... They profile. And they profile, NYPD, but... like And yeah, we know that there's already officers that unfortunately rape and yeah. sexually harass people all the time also. Um, but like this also, that's... Inc- that's crazy because yeah. over there nothing is being done mm-hmm. like the protests ended in like blood yes so, and so on October 11 um, which is about two weeks ago the Nigerian police force announced SARS has been dissolved dis- in response to the national protest so there hasn't been only protests in Nigeria but there's been protests here in New York especially yeah. in the other states as well but I know New York in down in the city there's been protests so Protests are still happening as we speak because many activists believe SARS will not recognize and rehire under a different name. Supposedly, this is the fifth time SARS has been banned and kept resurfacing. So supposedly, according to Nigerian police, SARS is ended, but people are still protesting because they've seen this before. They've seen that this, the organization has been banned and then they come again with a new name, but they still use the same mm-hmm. unlawful tactics. Then on October 20th, um, a few days ago, peaceful protesters in Liki Lagos were murdered by the Nigerian army. And we don't still don't know the amount of people that got killed so far, but so far from the last time I read an article, seven people have been confirmed dead. Yeah. Yes. And we'll be linking on on ways of how to help. So check out for that for that link. And we're definitely gonna make a post about this, so and we'll say in the caption like to check out for the link, you know. So yeah. yeah. It's just crazy. Like, mm-hmm. these are really the things that happen in our world. Like, when I talk about voting and just how crazy the world is, I don't just mean in America. Like, everywhere. Canada, mm-hmm. Asia, India, Nigeria, Africa, you know, Australia, all those places, the mm-hmm. UK. Like, it's just, like, wild. Like, mm-hmm. these things really happen. I just feel like it just never, never ends. Never. Honestly, because... I've been seeing about stuff about SARS since the beginning of October, but I've been saving the post to read it later because I I didn't want to I wanted to take the time to actually read it, and 
and I wasn't ready to read it yet. So I was like, I'll save the post. I'm going to read it later to take the time. So two days ago, I actually took the time to read it. So, yeah. That's really deep. But the next current event is about Trump versus Biden, their debate recap. So yesterday, October 22nd, was the final presidential debate. For this debate, the mic for each candidate was muted to ensure they don't disrupt each other. Did you watch it? No, I didn't. I was out. Oh, yeah, yeah. I didn't, was, I didn't even know it was... Uh, I thought they had canceled it. I feel like they, it wasn't promoted as well, but I, I saw it while I was packing and stuff. It was better better than the first one, honestly. Like, really? Since the mics were muted, like, you got, there was no interruptions and stuff, so you actually got to hear like each side. Someone had texted me because I was texting... Um, someone like I used to know texted me and they were like, oh, um, I just want to ask like, who you're voting for and everything. And like... I'm not trying to have an argument. I'm just trying to have an actual conversation, like, see, Tell them like, to listen to Biden versus Trump episode. Yeah, literally. Um, like, why, like, I just want to converse about this and everything, you know, you know, calmly. And we did. It was actually a nice conversation, even though they're voting for Trump and I said I'm voting for Biden. And they texted me yesterday. They're like, yo, did you watch the debate? Not going to lie. Trump really, like, silenced Biden and everything. Um, what's it called? What else did they say? They said um, Trump tr- Trump really um, had him quiet or something. Yeah, know. he did. I saw that part. Yeah, um, I didn't. I didn't see nothing, yeah. so I, I didn't respond. I yeah. didn't know. I was like, I haven't seen nothing. Mm-hmm. I was gonna watch it today. So Trump said he is the least racist in the room. Um, Biden called out Trump for the parents of five hundred and forty five children separated at the border that cannot be found. Ugh. So crazy. Trump's response was that Biden was the one that put up the cages while he was vice president with Barack Obama. Trump called out Biden for the 1994 crime bill. Biden admitted it was a mistake. Honestly, I'm not going to hold that up against Biden. Not mm-hmm. going to lie. I feel like you can't always... I mean, in politics, you never know if they're really lying and stuff, you know, for the votes. But in, if he isn't lying... You can't hold that against him, you know? Like, mm-hmm. And I feel like that just goes with anybody in general. Like, everybody makes mistakes. No one wants to hear at the end of the day, like, especially after their personality has changed, their viewpoints has changed, because that happens all the time. Yes. Like, that, be reminded of those mistakes. Like, listen, I know I did that. You don't got to remind me. I'm trying to fix that still to this day, but that's not mm-hmm. who I am anymore. Mm-hmm. So, I don't know about that part. And... So, yeah, and we just wanted to also quickly remind you guys about early voting. Um, Early voting starts October 24th, 2020, that's tomorrow, to November 1st, 2020 in New York. Go to voteearly.org to find your voting polls. Keep in mind your early voting polls might be different than the voting polls you regularly go to on Election Day. Um, To those who are voting early in person or on Election Day, it is important to know your rights as a voter. If polls close while you are in line, you have the right to stay in the line to cast your vote. Don't leave the line, okay? Stay in the damn line. Um, if you make an error on your ballot, you have the right to request a new ballot. If you are not on the list of registered voters, request a provisional ballot, which is a f- fail-safe option for voters who do not ap- appear in a poll book due to administrative error. If you are a voter with a disability or have trouble with English, you have the right to receive a person assistance from a person of choice, family member, or friend. You have the right to be free from intimidation or harassment while casting your ballot. 
If you are not going to vote early, um, vote on November 3rd or vote by mail by October 27th. To those who are voting by mail, please make sure you are properly filling out your ballot. Check that you are using the right color ink, black or blue. Um, sign the outside, the outside part of your envelope and send your ballot on time because you don't have no assistance with this one. You're on your own. You're at home. So mm-hmm. you have to make sure you're doing it correctly so your vote counts. Mm-hmm. So remember, um, yeah, to just do that, really. Like, yeah. Because, honestly, knowing me, like, I would slip up. Like, that's why I'm going to the polls and mm-hmm. stuff. Because I don't trust myself. Like, I was going to do the, the mail-in votes, but I decided not to. Yeah, I'm, I'm voting in person as well. Yeah. And, yeah, that um, those are current events. And we want to say one last thing, so... We know that we live in a tough world, a tough Mm -hmm. country, so remember to stay safe, wear a mask. Coronavirus is still a thing. It's not over, and it's not going to be over after the election. Be kind to one another. Help one another. Take a breather. Take time to yourself. Don't feel guilty to have free time. Take it easy. You know, there's so much going on in the world and, you know, in our personal lives as well. So, yeah, guys, like, every day is a new day to do something new. Um, try to make a change and we just wanted to try and spread that positivity in here and lately me and my cousins we've been doing this um, not confirmation but like speaking things actually into existence manifesting yeah manifesting there we go I like, like we'll literally be in the car and my cousin was like I will take these girls to clients and we will be in the back she will take these girls to clients like like chance mm-hmm. <laughs> my cousin no that's good you gotta but it happens yeah. like I honestly believe like I pray and stuff but i will also do that because if i'm speaking into existence it's making me motivated also and you know like just like how you speak things into existence about bad stuff and they happen good things happen too Mm -hmm. so you gotta do that so i believe manifesting works also yeah so that concludes the episode 15 yep and we'll see you guys next week with our spooky episode yep it's gonna be mad fun yeah bye guys